Act Four of The Alchemist by Ben Jonson. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Four, Scene One A Room in Lovewit's House. Enter Face and Mammon. Oh, sir, you're come in the only finest time. Where's Master? Now preparing for projection, sir. Your stuff will be all changed shortly. Into gold? To gold and silver, sir. Silver I care not for. Well, yes, sir, a little to give beggars. Where's the lady? At hand here. I have told her such brave things of you touching your bounty and your noble spirit. Hast thou? As she is almost in her fit to see you. But, good sir, no divinity in your conference, for fear of putting her in rage. I warrant thee. Six men, sir, will not hold her down, and then, if the old man should hear or see you? Fear not. The very house, sir, would run mad. You know it, how scrupulous he is, and violent, against the least act of sin. Physic or mathematics, poetry, state, or bawdry, as I told you, she will endure, and never startle, but no word of controversy. I am schooled, good Ulen. And you must praise her house, remember that, and her nobility. Let me alone. No herald, no, nor antiquary. Lungs shall do it better. Go. Aside. Why, this is yet a kind of modern happiness, to have dull common for a great lady. Exit. Now, Epicure, heighten thyself. Talk to her all in gold. Rain her as many showers as Jove did drops unto his Danae. Show the god a miser compared with mammon. What? The stone will do it. She shall feel gold, taste gold, hear gold, sleep gold. Nay, we will conquer gold. I will be puissant and mighty in my talk to her. Re-enter face with doll richly dressed. Here she comes. To him, doll, suckle him. This is the noble knight I told your ladyship. Madam, with your pardon, I kiss your vesture. Sir, I were uncivil if I would suffer that. My lip to you, sir. I hope my lord, your brother, be in health, lady. My lord, my brother, is, though I no lady, sir. Aside. Well said, my guinea-bird. Right, noble madam. Aside. Oh, we shall have most fierce idolatry. Tis your prerogative. Rather your courtesy. Were there not else to enlarge your virtues to me? These answers speak your breeding and your blood. Blood we boast none, sir. A poor baron's daughter. Poor? And get you? Profane not. Had your father slept all the happy remnant of his life after that act, lion but there still, and panted, he had done enough to make himself, his issue, and his posterity noble. Sir, although we may be said to want the gilt and trappings, the dress of honour, yet we strive to keep the seeds and the materials. I do see the old ingredient of virtue was not lost, nor the drug money used to make your compound. 
there is a strange nobility in your eye this lip that chin methinks you do resemble one of the austriac princes very like aside her father was an irish costermonger the house of valois just had such a nose and such a forehead yet the medici of florence boast truth and i have been likened to all these princes aside i'll be sworn i heard it i know not how it is not any one but even the very choice of all their features aside i'll in and laugh exit a certain touch or air that sparkles a divinity beyond an earthly beauty oh you play the courtier good lady give me leave in faith i may not to mock me sir to burn in this sweet flame the phoenix never knew a nobler death nay now you court the courtier and destroy what you would build this art sir in your words calls your whole faith in question by my soul nay oaths are made of the same air sir nature never bestowed upon mortality a more unblamed a more harmonious feature she played the stepdame in all faces else sweet madam let me be particular particular sir i pray you know your distance in no ill sense sweet lady but to ask how your fair graces pass the hours i see you are lodged here in the house of a rare man an excellent artist but what's that to you yes sir i study here the mathematics and distillation oh i cry your pardon he's a divine instructor can extract the souls of all things by his art call all the virtues and the miracles of the sun into a temperate furnace teach dull nature what her own forces are a man the emperor has courted above kelly sent his medals and chains to invite him ay and for his physic sir above the art of esculapius that drew the envy of the thunderer i know all this and more truth i am taken sir whole with these studies that contemplate nature it is a noble humour but this form was not intended to so dark a use had you been crooked foul of some coarse mould a cloister had done well but such a feature that might stand up the glory of a kingdom to live recluse is a mere solecism though in a nunnery it must not be i muse my lord your brother will permit it you should spend half my land first were i he does not this diamond better on my finger than in the quarry yes why you are like it you were created lady for the light here you shall wear it take it the first pledge of what i speak to bind you to believe me in chains of adamant yes the strongest bands and take a secret too here by your side doth stand this hour the happiest man in europe you are contended sir nay in true being the envy of princes and the fear of states 
Say you so, Sir Epicure? Yes, and thou shalt prove it. Daughter of honour, I have cast mine eye upon thy form, and I will rear this beauty above all styles. You mean no treason, sir? No, I will take away that jealousy. I am the lord of the philosopher's stone, and thou the lady. How, sir, have you that? I am the master of the mystery. This day the good old wretch here at the house has made it for us. Now he's at projection. Think, therefore, thy first wish now. Let me hear it, and it shall raid into thy lap. No shower, but floods of gold, whole cataracts, a deluge to get a nation on thee. You are pleased, sir, to work on the ambition of our sex. I am pleased the glory of her sex should know. This nook here of the friars is no climate for her to live obscurely in, to learn physic and surgery, for the constable's wife of some odd hundred in Essex but come forth and taste the air of palaces eat drink the toils of empirics and their boasted practice tincture of pearl and coral gold and amber be seen at feasts and triumphs have it asked what miracle she is set all the eyes of court afire like a burning glass and work them into cinders where the jewels of twenty states adorn thee and the light strikes out the stars that when thy name is mentioned queens may look pale and we but showing our love nero's papier may be lost in story thus will we have it i could well consent sir but in a monarchy how will this be the prince will soon take notice, and both sees you and your stone, it being a wealth unfit for any private subject. If he knew it. Yourself do boast it, sir. To thee, my life. Oh, but beware, sir. You may come to end the remnants of your days in a loathed prison by speaking of it. Tis no idle fear. We'll therefore go with all, my girl, and live in a free state where we will eat our mullets soused in high country wines sup pheasants eggs and have our cockles boiled in silver shells our shrimps to swim again as when they lived in a rare butter made of dolphin's milk whose cream does look like opals and with these delicate meats set ourselves high for pleasure and take us down again and then renew our youth and strength with drinking the elixir and so enjoy a perpetuity of life and lust and thou shalt have thy wardrobe richer than nature's still to change thyself and very oftener for thy pride than she or art her wise and almost equal servant re-enter face sir you are too loud i hear your every word in the laboratory some fitter place the garden or great chamber above how like you her Excellent. Lungs, there's for thee. Gives him money. But do you hear, good sir, beware, no mention of the rabbins. We think not on em. Exaunt mammon and dole. Oh, it is well, sir. Subtle. Enter subtle. Dost thou not laugh? <laughs> yes. Are they gone? All's clear. The widow is come. And your quarrelling disciple? 
I. I must to my captainship again, then. Stay, bring them in first. So I meant. What is she? A Bonnebelle? I know not. We'll draw a lot. You'll stand to that? What else? Oh, for a suit. To fall now like a curtain, flap. To the door, man. You'll have the first kiss, cause I am not ready. Exit. Yes, and perhaps hit you through both the nostrils. Within. Who would you speak with? Within. Where is the captain? Within. Gone, sir, about some business. Within. Gone? Within. He'll return straight. But Master Doctor, his lieutenant, is here. Enter Castrel, followed by Dame Pliant. Come near, my worshipful boy, my terri filly, that is my boy of land. Make thy approaches. Welcome. I know thy lusts and thy desires, and I will serve and satisfy them. Begin, charge me from thence, or thence, or in this line. Here is my centre, ground thy quarrel. You lie. How, child of wrath and anger, the loud lie? For what, my sudden boy? Nay, that look you too. I am aforehand. Oh, this is no true grammar, and as ill logic. You must render causes, child, your first and second intentions, know your canons and your divisions, moods, degrees, and differences, your predicaments, substance, and accident, series, extern, and intern with their causes, efficient, material, formal, final, and have your elements perfect. Aside. What is this? The angry tonguey toxin? That false precept of being a forehand has deceived a number, and made them enter quarrels oftentimes before they were aware, and afterward against their wills. How must I do then, sir? I cry this lady mercy. She should first have been saluted. Kisses her. I do call you lady, because you are to be one ere it be long. My soft and buxom widow. Is she a faith? Yes, or my art is an egregious liar. How know you? By inspection on her forehead, and subtlety of her lip, which must be tasted often to make a judgment. Kisses her again. Slight, she melts like a myrobolany. Here is yet a line in Rivo Frontis, tells me he is no knight. What is he then, sir? Let me see your hand. Oh, your linear fortune makes it plain, and Stella here in Monte Veneris. But most of all, Junctura Annularis, he is a soldier, or a man of art, lady, but shall have some great honour shortly. Brother, he's a rare man, believe me. Re-enter face in his uniform. Hold your peace. Here comes t'other rare man. Save your captain. Good, Master Castrol. Is this your sister? Oi, sir, please you to kiss her, and be proud to know her. I shall be proud to know you, lady. Kisses her. Brother, he calls me lady, too. Ay, peace, I heard it. Takes her aside. The Count is come. Where is he? At the door. Why, you must entertain him. What will you do with these the while? I have them up and show them some fustian book or the dark glass. For God, she is a delicate dabchick. I must have her. Exit. Must you? I, of your fortune, will you must. Come, sir, the captain will come to us presently. 
I'll have you to my chamber of demonstrations, where I will show you both the grammar and logic and rhetoric of my quarrelling, the whole method drawn out in tables, and my instrument that hath the several scales upon't shall make you able to quarrel at a straw's breadth by moonlight. And, lady, I'll have you look in a glass some half an hour, but to clear your eyesight, against you see your fortune, which is greater than I may judge upon the sudden, trust me. Exit, followed by Castrol and Dame Pliant. Re-enter face. Where are you, doctor? Within. I'll come to you presently. I will have the same widow, now I have seen her, on any composition. Re-enter subtle. What do you say? Have you disposed of them? I have sent them up. Subtle, in troth, I needs must have this widow. Is that the matter? Nay, but hear me. Go to. If you rebel once, doll shall know it all. Therefore be quiet, and obey your chance. Nay, thou art so violent now. Do but conceive, thou art old, and canst not serve. Who cannot? I? Slight, I will serve her with thee, for a— Nay, but understand. I'll give you composition. I will not treat with thee. What, sell my fortune? Tis better than my birthright. Do not murmur. Winner and carrier. If you grumble, Doll knows it directly. Well, sir, I am silent. Will you go help to fetch in Don in state? Exit. I follow you, sir. We must keep face in all, or he will overlook us like a tyrant. Re-enter face, introducing Surly, disguised as a Spaniard. Brain of a tailor! Who comes here? Don John? Senores, besto las manos a vuestra Mercedes. Would you had stooped a little and kissed our Arnos? Peace, subtle. Stab me, I shall never hold, man. He looks in that deep ruff like a head in a platter, served in by a short cloak upon two trestles. Or what would you say to a collar of brawn, cut down beneath the souse and wriggled with a knife? Slud, he does look too fat to be a Spaniard. Perhaps some Fleming or some Hollander got him. Tis Valvin's time. Count Egmont's bastard. Don, your scurvy yellow Madrid face is welcome. Grazia. He speaks out of a fortification. Pray God he have no squibs in those deep sets. Por Dios, senores, muy linda casa. What says he? Praises the house, I think. I know no more of its action. Yes, the casa, my precious Diego, will prove fair enough to cousin you in. <laughs> Do you mark? You shall be cousined, Diego. Cousined, do you see? My worthy donzel, cousined. Entiendo. Do you intend it? So do we, dear Don. Have you brought pistolets or Portuguese, my solemn Don? Dost thou feel any? Feels his pockets. Four. You shall be emptied, Don, pumped and drawn dry, as they say. Milked in troth, sweet Don. See all the monsters, the great line of all, Don. Condescencia, si puede ver a esta señora. What talks he now? Of the sonora. Oh, Don, this is the lioness, which you shall see also, my Don. Slid, subtle, how shall we do? For what? Why, Dole's employed, you know. That's true, for heaven. I know not, he must stay, that's all. Stay? That he must not, by no means. No? Why? Unless you'll mar all. Slight, he will suspect it, and then he will not pay, not half so well. 
This is a traveled punk master, and does know all the delays, a notable hot rascal, and looks already rampant. Steph and Mammon must not be troubled. Mammon? In no case. What shall we do, then? Think. You must be sudden. Entiendo que la señora es tan hermosa, que codicio tan averla como la bien aventaranca de mi vida. Mi vida! Slide, subtle. He puts me in mind of the widow. What dost thou say to draw her to it? La! And tell her tis her fortune. All our venture now lies upon it. It is but one man more, which of us chance to have her. And beside, there is no maidenhead to be feared or last. What dost thou think on it, subtle? Who? I? Why? The credit of our house, too, is engaged. You made me an offer for my share erewhile. What wilt thou give me, faith? Oh, by that light I'll not buy now. You know you're doomed to me. E'en take your lot, obey your chance, sir. Win her, and wear her out for me. Oh, slight, I'll not work her then. It is the common cause. Therefore bethink you. Dole else must know it, as you said. I care not. Senores, porque se tarda tanto? Faith, I am not fit. I am old. That's now no reason, sir. Puede se te asa burla de mi amor. You fear the dawn, too? By this air I call, and loose the hinges. Dull! A plague of hell! Will you then do? You are a terrible rogue. I'll think of this. Will you, sir, call the widow? Yes, and I'll take her, too, with all her faults, now I think upon it better. With all my heart, sir. Am I discharged of the lot? As you please. Hands. They take hands. Remember now that upon any change you never claim her. Much good joy and health to you, sir. Marry a whore. Faith, let me wed a witch first. Por estas honradas barbas. He swears by his beard. Dispatch and call the brother too. Exit face. Tengo duda, señores. Que no me hagan alguna traición. How? Is he one? Yes. Uh, presto, senor, please you enthrafa the chambrata, worthy don, where if you please the fates in your bath ardour, you shall be soaked and stroked and tubbed and rubbed and scrubbed and fubbed, dear don, before you go. You shall in faith, my scurvy baboon don, be curred and clawed and floored and tored indeed. I will the heartlier go about it now and make the widow a punk so much the sooner to be revenged on this impetuous face. The doing quickly of it is the grace. Exaunt subtle and surly. Scene two. Another room in the same. Enter face, castrel and dame pliant. Come, lady. I knew the doctor would not leave till he found the very nick of her fortune. To be a countess, say you? A Spanish countess, sir? Why, is that better than an English countess? Better? Slight, make you that a question, lady? Nay, she is a fool, captain. You must pardon her. Ask from your courtier, to your inns of court man, to your mere milliner. They will tell you all your Spanish genet is the best horse, your Spanish troop is the best garb, your Spanish beard is the best cut, your Spanish ruffs are the best wear, your Spanish pavilion the best dance, your Spanish translation in a glove the best perfume. And for your Spanish pike and Spanish blade, let your poor captain speak. Here comes the doctor. Enter Suddle with a paper. 
my most honoured lady for so i am now to style you having found by this my scheme you are to undergo an honourable fortune very shortly what will you say now if some i have told her all sir and her right worshipful brother here that she shall be a countess do not delay them sir a spanish countess still my scarce worshipful captain you can keep no secret well since he has told you madam do you forgive him and i do she shall do that sir i'll look to it tis my charge well then naught rests but that she fit her love now to her fortune truly i shall never brook a spaniard no never since eighty-eight could i abide them and that was some three year before i was born in truth come you must love him or be miserable choose which you will by this good rush persuade her she will cry strawberries else within this twelvemonth nay shads and mackerel which is worse indeed sir odds lead you shall love him or i'll kick you why i'll do as you will have me brother do or by this hand i'll maul you nay good sir be not so fierce no my enraged child she will be ruled what when she comes to taste the pleasures of a countess to be courted and kissed and ruffled ay behind the hangings and then come forth in pomp and know her state of keeping all the idolaters of the chamber bearer to her than at her prayers is served upon the knee and has her pages ushers footmen and coaches her six mares nay eight to hurry her through london to the exchange bethlehem the china houses yes and have the citizens gape at her and praise her tires and my lord's goose-turd bands that ride with her most brave by this hand you are not my sister if you refuse i will not refuse brother enter sorely que es esto senores que non se venga esta tandaza mi mata it is the count come the doctor knew he would be here by his art en galenta madama don galantissima por todos los dios la mas acabada hermosura que he visto en mi vida isn't not a gallant language that they speak an admirable language it's not french no spanish sir it goes like law french and that they say is the courtliest language a list sir el sol al perdido celumbre con el resplandor que tra esta dama valga mi dios he admires your sister must she not make curtsy odds will she must go to a man and kiss him it is the spanish fashion for the women to make first court tis true he tells you sir his art knows all porque no se acude he speaks to her i think that he does sir por el amor de dios que es esto que se tarda i may see she will not understand him gull noddy what say you brother ask my sister go kiss him as the cunning man would have you or you'll thrust a pin in your buttocks else oh no sir Senora mia, mi persona mi indigna esta alegar a tanta emisura. Does he not use her bravely? Bravely, faith. Nay, he will use her better. Do you think so? Senora, si seda sevida entremos. Exit with the implant. Where does he carry her? Into the garden, sir. Take you no thought. I must interpret for her. Give Dole the word. Aside to face, who goes out come my fierce child advance we'll to our quarrelling lesson again 
Agreed. I love a Spanish boy with all my heart. Nay, and by this means, sir, you shall be brother to a great count. Aye, I knew that at first. This match will advance the house of the Castrels. God pray your sister prove but pliant. Why, her name is so by her other husband. How? The widow pliant. Knew you not that? No, faith, sir. Yet by erection of her figure I guessed it. Come, let's go to practice. Yes, but do you think, doctor, I e'er shall quarrel well? I warrant you. Exeunt. Scene three. Another room in the same. Enter Dole in her fit of raving, followed by Mammon. For after Alexander's death, Good lady, That Perdiccas and Antigonus were slain, The two that stood, Seleuc and Ptolemy, Madam, Made up the two legs and the fourth beast, That was Gog North and Egypt South, Which after was called Gog Iron Leg and South Iron Leg, Lady, and then Gog horned, so was Egypt too, then Egypt clay leg and Gog clay leg. Sweet madam. And last Gog dust and Egypt dust, which fall in the last link of the fourth chain. And these be stars in story which none see or look at. What shall I do? For, as he says, except we call the rabbins and the heathen Greeks. Dear lady. To come from Salem and from Athens and teach the people of Great Britain. Enter face hastily in his servant's dress. What's the matter, sir? To speak the tongue of Eber and Javan. Oh, she's all in her fit. We shall know nothing. Death, sir, we are undone. Where then a learned linguist shall see the ancient used communion of vowels and consonants? My master will hear. A wisdom which Pythagoras held most high. Sweet honourable lady. To comprise all sounds of voices in few marks of letters. Nay, you must never hope to lay her now. They all speak together. And so we may arrive by Talmud's skill, and profane Greek to raise the building up, of Helen's house against the Ismailite, King of Thagama and his Herbergians, brimstony blue and fiery, and the force of King Abaddon and the beast of Sittim, which Rabbi David Kimchi, Ancalos, and Aben Ezra do interpret Rome. How did you put her into it? Alas, I talked of a fifth monarchy I would erect with the philosopher's stone by chance, and she falls on the other four straight. Out of Bronton, I told you so. Slid, stop her mouth. Is best. She'll never leave else. If the old man hear her, we are but Fezi's ashes. Enter subtle. They run different ways. Oh, we are lost. Now she hears him. She is quiet. Where shall I hide me? How? What sight is here? Close deeds of darkness and that shun the light. Bring him again. Who is he? What? My son? Oh, I have lived too long. Nay, good dear father, there was no unchaste purpose. Not? And flee me when I come in? That was my error. Error? Guilt! Guilt, my son, give it the right name. No marvel if I found check in our great work within, when such affairs as these were managing. Why, have you so? 
It has stood still this half-hour, and all the rest of our less works gone back. Where is the instrument of wickedness, my lewd, false drudge? Nay, good sir, blame not him. Believe me, t'was against his will or knowledge. I saw her by chance. Will you commit more sin to excuse a varlet? By my hope, tis true, sir. Nay, then, I wonder less if you for whom the blessing was prepared would so tempt heaven and lose your fortunes. Why, sir? This will retard the work a month at least. Why, if it do, what remedy? But think it not, good father, our purposes were honest. As they were, so the reward will prove. A loud explosion within. How now? Ah, me! God and all saints be good to us. Re-enter face. What's that? Oh, sir, we are defeated. All the works are flown in fumo. Every glass is burst. Furnace and all rent down, as if a bolt of thunder had been driven through the house. Retorts, receivers, pelicans, bolt-heads, all struck in shivers. Subtle falls down as in a swoon. Help, good sir. Alas, cold and death invades him. Nay, Sir Mammon, do the fair offices of a man. You stand as you were readier to depart than he. Knocking within. Who's there? My lord, her brother, is come. Oh, lungs. His coach is at the door. Avoid his sight, for he's as furious as his sister's mad. Alas. My brain is quite undone with the fumes, sir. I ne'er must hope to be mine own man again. Is all lost lungs? Will nothing be preserved of all our cost? Faith, very little, sir. A pack of coals or so, which is cold comfort, sir. Oh, my voluptuous mind, I am justly punished. And so am I, sir. Cast from all my hopes. Nay, certainty, sir. By mine own base affections. Seeming to come to himself. Oh, oh, the cursed fruits of vice and lust. Good father, it was my sin. Forgive it. Hangs my roof over us still, and will not fall, O oh, justice upon us, for this wicked man. Nay, look, sir, you grieve him now with staying in his sight. Good sir, the nobleman will come too, and take you, and that may breed a tragedy. I'll go. Ay, and repent at home, sir. It may be, for some good penance, you may have it yet, a hundred pounds to the box at Bethlehem. Yes. For the restoring such as have their wits. I'll do it. I'll send one to you to receive it. Do. Is no projection left? All flow, or stinks, sir. Will naught be saved that's good for medicine, thinks thou? I cannot tell, sir. There will be, perhaps, something about the scraping of the shards will cure the itch, though not your itch of mine, sir. Aside. It shall be saved for you and sent home. Good sir, this way, for fear the Lord should meet you. Exit Mammon, raising his head. Face. Ay. Is he gone? Yes and as heavily as all the gold he hoped for were in his blood. Let us be light, though. Leaping up. I, as balls and bound and hit our heads against the roof for joy, is so much of our care now cast away. Now to our dawn. Yes, your young widow by this time has made a countess face. She has been in travail of a young heir for you. Good, sir. Off with your case and greet her kindly as a bridegroom should after these common hazards. Very well, sir. Will you go fetch Don Diego off the while? And fetch him over, too, if you'll be pleased, sir. Would Doll were in her place to pick his pockets now? Why, you can't do as well. If you would set to it, I pray you prove your virtue. 
for your sake sir excellent scene four another room in the same enter surly and dame pliant lady you see into what hands you are fallen monks what a nest of villains and how near your honour was to have catched a certain clap through your credulity had i but been so punctually forward as place time and other circumstances would have made a man for you are a handsome woman would that you were wise too i am a gentleman come here disguised only to find the knaveries of this citadel and where i might have wronged your honour i have not i claim some interest in your love you are they say a widow rich and i'm a bachelor worth naught your fortunes may make me a man as mine have preserved you a woman think upon it and whether i have deserved you or no i will sir and for these household rogues let me alone to treat with them and to subtle how doth my noble diego and my dear madam countess hath the count been courteous lady liberal and open donzel methinks you look melancholic after your coitum and scurvy truly i do not like the dullness of your eye it hath a heavy cast tis upsy dutch and says you are a lumpish hall-master be lighter and i will make your pockets so attempt to pick them throws open his cloak will you don board and pick purse strikes him down how now reel you stand up sir and you shall find since i am so heavy i'll give you equal weight help murder no sir there's no such thing intended a good cart and a clean whip shall ease you of that fear i am the spanish don that should be cousined do you see cousined where's your captain face that parcel broker and the whole board all rascal enter face in his uniform how surly oh make your approach good captain i have found from whence your copper rings and spoons come now wherewith you cheated broad in taverns twas here you learned to anoint your boot with brimstone then rub men's gold on it for a kind of touch and say twas naught when you had changed the colour that you might have for nothing and this doctor your sooty smoke-beard compere he will close you so much gold in a bolt's head and on a turn convey instead another with sublimed mercury that shall burst in the heat and fly out in fumo then weeps mammon then swoons his worship face slips out or is he the faustus that casteth figures and can conjure cures plagues piles and pox by the ephemerides and hold the intelligence of all the boards and midwives of three shires while you send in captain what is he gone damsels with child wives that are barren or waiting maids with a green sickness ceases subtle as he is retiring nay sir you must tarry though he be scaped and answer by the ears sir re-enter face with castriel why now is the time if ever you will quarrel well as they say and be a true-born child the doctor and your sister both are abused where is he which is he he is a slave where he is and the son of a whore are you the man sir i would know i should be loath sir to confess so much then you lie in your throat how to castriel a very errant rogue sir and a cheater employed here by another conjurer that does not love the doctor and would cross him if he knew how sir you are abused you lie and tis no matter well said sir he is the impudest rascal you are indeed will you hear me sir 
By no means. Bid him be gone. Be gone, sir, quickly. This is strange. Lady, do you inform your brother? There is not such a foist in all the town. The doctor had him presently, and finds yet the Spanish count will come here. Aside. Bear up, subtle. Yes, sir, he must appear within this hour. And yet this rogue would come in a disguise by the temptation of another spirit to trouble our art, though he could not hurt it. Ay, I know. Away! To his sister. You talk like a foolish mother. Sir, all is truth, she says. Do not believe him, sir. He is a lying to swabber. Come your way, sir. You are a valiant out of company. Yes. How then, sir? Enter Draga with a piece of damask. Nay, here's an honest fellow, too, that knows him and all his tricks. Make good what I say, Abel. This cheater would have cousined thee or the widow. Aside to Draga. He owes this honest drugger here seven pound. He has had on him in two pennyworths of tobacco. Yes, sir, and he has damned himself three terms to pay me. And what does he owe for the Lotsium? Thirty shillings, sir, and for six syringes. Hydra villainy. Nay, sir, you must quarrel him out of the house. Oh, you will, sir, if you get not out of doors, you lie, and you are a pimp. Why, this is madness, sir, not valour in you. I must laugh at this. It is my humour. You are a pimp and a trig and an Amadis de Gaulle or a Don Quixote. Or a knight of the curious coxcomb, do you see? Enter Ananias. Peace to the household. I'll keep peace for no man. Casting of dollars is concluded lawful. Is he the constable? Peace, Ananias. No, sir. Then you are an otter and a shad. A wit, a very Tim. You'll hear me, sir. I will not. What is the motive? Zeal in the young gentleman against his Spanish slops. Oh, they are profane, lewd, superstitious, and idolatrous breeches. New rascals. Will you be gone, sir? Avoid, Satan. Thou art not of the light. That ruff of pride about thy neck betrays thee, and is the same with that which the unclean birds in seventy-seven were seen to prank it with on divers coasts. Oh, thou look'st like Antichrist in that lewd hat. I must give way. Be gone, sir. But I'll take a course with you. Depart, proud Spanish fiend. Captain and doctor. Child of perdition. Hence, sir. Exit Surly. Did I not quarrel bravely? Yes, indeed, sir. Nay, and I give my mind to it, I shall do it. Oh, you must follow, sir, and threaten him tame. He'll turn again, else. I'll return him, then. Exit. Subtle takes Ananias aside. Drugger, this rogue prevented us for thee. We had determined that thou shouldst have come in a Spanish suit, and have carried her so, and he, a brokerly slave, goes, puts it on himself. Hast brought the damask? Yes, sir. Thou must borrow a Spanish suit. Hast thou no credit with the players? Yes, sir. Did you never see me play the fool? I know not, Nab. Thou shalt, if I can help it. Aside. Hieronimo's old cloak, rough and will sir. I'll tell thee more when thou bringest them. Exit Drugger. Sir, I know the Spaniard hates the brethren, and hath spies upon their axioms. 
and that this was one i make no scruple but the holy synod have been in prayer and meditation for it and tis revealed no less to them than me that casting of money is most lawful true but here i cannot do it if the house should chance to be suspected all would out and we be locked up in the tower for ever to make gold there for the state never come out and then you are defeated i will tell this to the elders and the weaker brethren that the whole company of the separation may join in humble prayer again and fasting yea for some fitter place the peace of mind rest with these walls exit thanks courteous Ananius. what did he come for about casting dollars presently out of hand and so i told him a spanish minister came here to spy against the faithful i conceive come subtle thou art so down upon the least disaster how wouldst thou have done if i had not helped thee out i thank thee face for the angry boy of faith who would have looked it should have been that rascal surly he had dyed his beard and all well sir here's danmas come to make you a suit where's drugger he has gone to borrow me a spanish habit i'll be the count now but where's the widow within with my lord's sister madame dole is entertaining her by your favour face now she is honest i will stand again you will not offer it why stand to your word or here comes doll she knows you are tyrannous still enter doll hastily strict for my right how now doll hast thou told her the spanish count will come yes but another is come you little looked for who's that your master the master of the house how doll she lies this is some trick come leave your quibblings dorothy look out and see face goes to the window art thou in earnest slight forty of the neighbours are about him talking tis he by this good day twill prove ill day for some on us we are undone and taken lost i'm afraid you said he would not come while well, there died one a week within the liberties no twas within the walls wast so cry you mercy i thought the liberties what shall we do now face be silent not a word if he should call or knock i'll slip into mine own shape again and meet him of jeremy the butler in the meantime do you two pack up all the goods and purchase that we can carry in the two trunks i'll keep him off for to-day if i cannot longer and then at night i'll ship you both away to ratcliffe where we shall meet to-morrow and there we'll share let mammon's brass and pewter keep the cellar we'll have another time for that but dole prithee go heat a little water quickly subtle must shave all my captain's beard must go to make me appear smooth jeremy you'll do it yes i'll shave you as well as i can and not cut my throat but trim me you shall see sir end of act four